Show. Let's have some fun on a Wednesday, a hump day. <laughs> Don't shake your head, Chris. It's a beautiful day. I mean, we're all poor now because of inflation, but it's still a beautiful. It's still a beautiful day. Here's what's on tap for tonight. No guests, no calls. Going to get to a bunch of emails, Chris. We're going to tackle inflation here in the beginning. I'll get to that. I am going to have a much, much different take on all this inflation stuff than everything else you've heard today. And boy, are so many people going to find it offensive, yet I don't care. We're going to talk about why the cities are going to continue to spiral downhill. There's a new headline out today you need to know about. We have a teacher that might want to eat her students. We don't know yet. We're confirming that now. The CDC lied. Crisis pregnancy centers getting bombed and shut down. More news from the Uvalde shooting and why the DOJ is weaponized. But we are going to begin someplace that will be wildly offensive to you. And the chances you turn off the radio, when I, as I say this, are probably pretty strong. Again, I need to clarify. My email address is jesse at jessekellyshow.com. All those emails go right to Pris, right to Pris, right to Chris. He prints them all out for me. I read them. You're welcome to send me how offended you are and how mad you are and whatnot. You should understand I don't care because this is not your mommy's show. This is your daddy's show. And we don't do the same thing everyone else does. And I never will because it drives me insane. Why do we have these inflation numbers today? Why? You've, you've seen them all. Gas up 59.9, electricity 13.7, food up 12, new cars up 11, transportation up 8, food away from home up 7, used cars up 7, shelter up 5, apparel up 5. Okay, acro- across the board. And by the way, the number's 9.1% they said today. That's such a freaking lie. The number's way above 9%. I just read you those numbers. Does that sound like 9% inflation? They're lying about how they calculate the numbers. And what has every single person told you today as you listened on the radio, as you watched the various conservative talk programs on TV, on whatever your favorite channel is, hopefully it's the first, but whatever your favorite channel is, what has every single person sat behind the microphone and said today? Everyone without fail. Joe Biden, Biden's inflation, these Biden inflation. Biden inflation numbers, Joe Biden, Democrats, Biden, Democrats, Joe Biden, Democrats, Democrats, Joe Biden. Can't believe that. No, you're not going to sit there and get away with that. I'm not going to allow the right to sit there and get away with that. Is Joe Biden an unmitigated disaster as a, as a president? No question. Is Joe Biden currently making inflation so much worse than it has to be? Absolutely, he is. Yep, guilty as charged. He's an idiot, surrounded by communists. He's screwed up every single thing. They're still printing money, still passing bills, and spending money we can't afford. Yep, Joe Biden sucks. You remember the CARES Act? The CARES Act. Hang on one second. I realize this is on nationally syndicated radio, but I just, I wanted to check something real quick. The CARES Act. I just, I don't want to make sure I have my facts right for you here. The CARES Act. 2.2 trillion dollars. 
Do you have any idea how much money that is? $2.2 trillion. $300 billion in one-time cash payments to individuals. $260 billion in increased unemployment benefits. You know, all those employers who are having trouble getting employees back to work? Oh, look, $260 billion so we could pay people not to work. Okay. Uh, forgivable loans, $350 billion, later increased to $669. $500 billion in loans to corporations. Oh, good. $339 billion in state and local governments. Gosh, can you imagine what the CARES Act did to inflation? $2.2 trillion. That's insane. Hang on, hang on, hold on, hold on. There's just a little bit more. And the CARES Act passed on uh, March... 27th, 2020, was signed into law by, hang on, hang on, uh, President Donald Trump, but certainly not on him. Hold on, hold on. Let me go through the Senate and House. Let's see how they voted. Gosh, there are so many Republicans on this list that signed a $2.2 trillion unpaid for bill into law did they join together and pass a law so you would be allowed to go back to work forcing governments to allow you back to work to to make a living did they did they sign that bill into law gosh i don't see that in the cares act at all maybe it's in the fine print i'll have to look later did they pass laws at all saying your employer can't mandate you taking a vaccine or else you'd be fired i I don't see that as part of the CARES Act. That's funny. What I do see is a $2.2 trillion bill voted for and signed into law by Republicans. What I do see as I dig into actual reality is not a trillion, trillions, over $5 trillion of Fed money printing that took place before Joe Biden ever mumbled and stumbled his way into the Oval Office. And I'm sorry, I know it's the season of dunking on Democrats, and Lord knows I'm more than comfortable doing that. I hate Democrats too. Can't stand those communist scumbags. And yes, they're way worse than Republicans. I get that. But I see so many people today spouting off bold-faced lies and learning the wrong lessons. If you woke up today and you saw the inflation numbers and the lesson you took away was, oh, Joe Biden sucks, he did this, you've been lied to and you believe a lie. Republicans are just as responsible for this disgusting mess as Democrats, if not more. Tell me. Tell me. Not now. Not now. I know. I, look, I know. Everybody you know is a freedom fighter now. Everybody on the right's a freedom fighter now. No more masks. No vaccine mandates. Oh, we're spending too much money. Oh, inflation's bad. So no, I'm not talking about now. I don't care about now. Because it's the easiest thing in the world to be a communist-hating freedom fighter now that they've destroyed everything. I want to know who was the elected Republican back in March of 2020 June of 2020. You know, I'll give you till June. Who were the elected Republicans in June of 2020 saying this madness has to stop now? Open this economy now. 
Stop printing money. No more of that. No vaccine mandates. No mask mandates. Who was the Republican who looked at Congress and said, nope, we're not passing any more multi-trillion dollar spending bills because eventually inflation's going to come and normal people are going to be wiped out. I want to know who the freedom fighter was in June of 2020, not July 13th, 2022, when everybody's Barry Goldwater. My goodness, I look around, I see a sea of Calvin Coolidge's today. Everyone's on the right of the whole thing. Oh man, this COVID, our COVID lockdowns were crazy, right guys? Everyone's a freedom fighter now. You know why? I know you can't see me unless you're watching on the simulcast. If if you want to watch me do the show, even though my blood pressure is up right now, you have to go to thefirsttv.com slash jesse. So I know you can't see me, but you know why? All these people on the right are freedom fighters today. You know why? Is it because they just love freedom? Here's why. In case you can't see, I'm licking my finger and I'm sticking it up in the wind. Because today, everyone wants a freedom fighter. No more COVID lockdowns. Oh, wow. Big spending bills. Those are so bad. Right, guys? Look at me. In June of 2020, it was uncomfortable to say those things. It was not only uncomfortable, it was unpopular. You were called a grandma killer. Someone not taking the virus seriously. I guess you want Americans to die. Who you were in June of 2020 is who you really are. Every Tom, Dick, and Harry's a conservative today. What were you when the going got tough? It is the Jesse Kelly Show. And yes, I realize I got my blood pressure a little bit high there in the first segment. You know, I don't like doing that. I like to do radio that we can talk about hard stuff. But at the end, you feel good. It's fun. I like to have some fun. And we're going to look, we're going to dig into National Friday tonight and do more and more things. But, but, I, I'm sorry. I see it everywhere today. I hear it everywhere. I know you were nodding your head when I said it. What what did you what did you hear all day long on the radio? What did you see all day long on TV? Not 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 mainstream. I'm talking about stuff you consume. Right wing radio, right wing TV. What did you see all day long? I'll tell you what you saw. Joe Biden's inflation. Joe Biden's inflation. No. Joe Biden made it worse. Republicans did this. Republicans are as responsible for this. I watched for years, two years to be specific, as Republicans took every single line Democrats took when it came to locking you down here and the necessity. Everyone should get vaccinated. Make sure you wear 10 masks. Now, every Republican's a freedom fighter. Now that it looks like Joe Biden and the Democrats are going to get wiped out in the midterms, every single Republican's all about that freedom life, baby. Well, what good does that do me now? Look at these numbers, these inflation numbers. You are watching something happen in real time that you maybe haven't really seen ever before. You're watching a reduction in the standard of living. And I realize we've had great recessions before back in 08. I realize we had Jimmy Carter, so I'm not just being a prisoner of the moment here. But what we're seeing What it looks like right now, it looks like this is going to be sustained and long-lasting because they're not slowing down on any of this stuff. They're still passing huge bills, still printing huge amounts of money. It looks like the inflation we're feeling now isn't a little bump, isn't transitory. It looks like it's staying. Even though, I mean, again, they told us it wasn't going to be a problem. If you were really 
risk of inflation, um, I, I think there's a small risk and I think it's manageable. I don't anticipate that inflation is going to be a problem, but it is something that we're watching very carefully. Well, um, look, I, I think I was wrong then about um, the path that inflation um, would take. Yeah, you don't say. And I, again, I want to point out, we've pointed this out before on the show, all these people, they're all Harvard and Yale and Columbia, and you didn't think we were going to have inflation when you print $6 trillion and pass multi-trillion dollar bills over and over and over again? What exactly are they teaching you at these Ivy League schools? Because I knew all these things were going to be a problem, and I'm a moron. Again, here was Democrats from all last year. I really doubt that we're going to see an inflationary cycle. Most economic analysts believe that it will have a temporary or transitory impact. The faster than expected increase in some of those prices is actually a good sign. The overwhelming consensus is going to pop up a little bit and then go back down. No one's talking about this great, great deal. This is something that will uh, settle down. Transitory. <laughs> transitory. And the data shows that most... Yeah, yeah, yeah. They lied about the whole thing. And I, I'm going to get to other stuff. I'm not going to spend the whole show. You've been beaten over the face with inflation all day long. And I know that was offensive. I know it was. And I, I, I understand you're going to be mad. And that's fine. You can call and call me. Na- you're, you can email and call me names. I'm not taking any phone calls tonight. I don't know that we'll take any the rest of the week. But jesse at jessekellyshow.com is the email address. That's fine. I get it. But I'm not going to allow this revisionist history now because it makes us feel good to all sit back and point to Democrats. There were precious few of us on the right, elected people and pundits. There were precious few of us standing up and screaming on day one of 15 days to slow the spread and saying, you're going to destroy us. You don't stop an economy for a virus. You don't stop an economy for any reason. Nuclear war shouldn't stop your economy because your economy is what makes things go. You thought coronavirus suffering was bad? Everyone's about to lose 10% of their wealth. Boom, overnight, if you haven't already. You're about to see what real death and misery look like. I got this email, too, and I'm sorry. Again, where is she wrong? Jesse, my wife and I went to the Trump rally in Alaska over the weekend. Highly recommend a Trump rally, I should say, by the way. Quick side note. They're, one, a blast. They're like rock concerts. Two, it's a good place to go to make sure you don't feel alone. In, in horrible, I mean, rough times like, like this, it's hard to feel hard to feel like you have a bunch of people around you, but you do. All right, so go to a Trump rally if one comes. Anyway, he goes on to say, though he touted it as a rally to support Murkowski's primary candidate, it was a stump speech. He's definitely running in 2024, unfortunately. During his time bragging about his presidential successes, which there are many, he couldn't help but brag about Operation Warp Speed. Interestingly enough, he admitted that he knows he's not supposed to say the word vaccination in front of his people, so he didn't say it. Instead, he danced around it as much as he could. He's still proud of his vaccination effort and hates that he didn't get credit for it. He also thinks his supporters are dumb for being anti-vax. He said, someday we'll have to sit down and talk about that. Frustrating as all get out. Glad you enjoyed your trip to Alaska. It sure is a special place. It is a special place. And look, I... This isn't a bash on Trump show, as, as you well know, but Operation Warp Speed was an unmitigated disaster in every possible way, and now we have 15-year-olds collapsing from heart attacks, 22-year-olds in the military dying in their beds at night, 
for taking something that provided them benefits for maybe about six months before it wore off. We have women losing their babies at alarming rates, and we have pharmaceutical companies who you can't sue because Operation Warp Speed paid them to rush something to market for a virus that had a 99.8% survivability. And yet today, we point to Joe Biden. Yeah, Joe Biden sucks. He sure does. And the uh, Middle East tour is going well. I will once more return to the hollow ground of Yad Vashem <laughs> to honor six million Jewish lives were stolen in the genocide and continue, which we must do every, every day, continue to bear witness, to keep alive the truth and honor of the Holocaust, horror of the Holocaust, honor those we lost. The honor of the Holocaust. Yeah, that's, this is going well. This is day one of Joe Biden's Middle East tour. So, yeah, I know Joe Biden sucks. I know his people were dirty communists. I know they've taken advantage of all this disaster and they've cranked it all up to 100 miles per hour faster so they can drive this country, so they can fly this country into the side of a mountain. I know all that. All that is 100% true. But we are not going to be revisionist historians today and act as if Democrats are, have caused all this pain and misery. Oh, they've caused plenty of it and they've made everything worse. But we are going to be adults here. Now, that's enough of that inflation stuff tonight. Maybe, maybe I'll get to some more in the email roundup. But we have other things we need to get to because you've, you've been beating over the face with that all day. We have a weaponized DOJ we have to talk about. We have New York Governor Kathy Hochul once again proving you need to get out of the city. Get out of the city. I'll explain that. The CDC, again, someone should go to jail. And there's a teacher apparently um, eating her students. All that and more still to come on The Jesse Kelly Show. Hang on. Dennis Prager here. Thanks for listening to the Daily Dennis Prager Podcast. To hear the entire three hours of my radio show, commercial-free, every single day, become a member of PragerTopia. You'll also get access to 15 years' worth of archives as well as the daily show prep. Subscribe at PragerTopia.com. I spoke to you yesterday about the environmentalists' crushing of the people of Sri Lanka. The attempt is going on in the Netherlands, as you know. The Netherlands, whose emission of carbon dioxide or whatever else fertilizer or cow tooting produces is so negligible uh, in the scheme of the earth as, as to be ludicrous and crossing the line from ludicrous into evil. What the Netherlands government is attempting to do to its own people and to the world since the Netherlands is the second greatest exporter of what what is it of food generally agricultural of agricultural products mm-hmm. Tucker Carlson reported last night on Ghana Ghana which we we visited Ghana it was it was on its way to some degree of prosperity relative to other West African or African countries and now uh, is a basket case all because of the greens I always think, when will people awaken 
to the existential threat that the left poses to humanity. And I'm not sure that they will. Many have, and primarily in the United States, called conservatives. Abraham Lincoln said that the United States was the last best hope uh, on earth, for earth, what was the, whatever it was. You get the, you get the point. Now it is American conservatives who are the last best hope on earth. It is by far the largest opposition to left-wing communism, totalitarianism, the shutting down of the human spirit that is endemic to the left and always has been. We all have friends and relatives who vote Democrat. These people live in a very naive world about the damage the left has done. Some of them hide behind hatred of Donald Trump to justify their votes for Democrats. There's nothing you can say to such people. Between the threat of Donald Trump and the threat of the left, to think that Donald Trump is the greater threat, if you are a centrist, liberal, or conservative, is tragic. It is just tragic. Whether you like Donald Trump or not is of only consequence to you. The question is, do you like the Western world and America? Not do you like Donald Trump? That is a childish question. World Health Organization now says gender exists on a continuum and is beyond non-binary. A good president of the United States, one who loved truth and the West, would withdraw the United States from the World Health Organization. It is a useless piece of crap. It is a destructive piece of crap. It is run by the left for the sake of the left and not for the sake of humanity. This is a, this is a colossal issue that the human race is not divided between male and female. Colossal. It is hard to imagine what is left because what is left meaning not what is left versus right but what is remaining. Because there is not much left to destroy. I guess food supplies. Where was the paper you sent me? Or maybe you didn't send me and I read it uh, on my own. The dream of of everybody living in a very small apartment yeah, and e- eating under 2,100 calories. Yeah. Where was this research paper published? It's in a technical magazine, but it was mm-hmm. reported in Reason. It was reported, or a Reason reported it, yes. That is the dream. We have people in Northern California who are letting out the air of SUVs because SUVs emit existential threat emissions and therefore they are justified in doing that to your car. Civilization is fragile. I've I've noted that all of my life. The great example was Germany. 
considered one of the most civilized countries on earth, an, an, an enormous contributor to the world of music, literature, not to mention science, a center of all of those. And in a generation, it built Auschwitz. Hunted down Jewish babies to be murdered. Very, very fragile civilization. That's why I am depressed when my fellow Jews vote left or even worse, participate on the left. They don't understand the fragility of civilization. They're playing with fire. Everybody who supports the left is playing with fire. 60% plus, according to polls, and I'm sure it's more than that. Fear expressing their opinions lest the left ruin their lives, reputations, income, career. But it is very easy to go, oh, Trump, oh, he's a bad guy. Like that, that, like that's the issue. I'm very curious. There's no way to know. Well, there is a way to know. If someone like Ron DeSantis were the nominee, would uh, these, would the would the never Trumpers vote for DeSantis? What do you think? No. You don't think so? No. It's interesting. They'll say he's worse than Trump. Well, let's say he's worse than Trump. Mm-hmm. The World Health Organization will update its gender guidance to reflect its belief that gender goes, quote, beyond non binary. The WHO. WHO has an existing gender mainstreaming manual which argues that there are many genders existing on a spectrum from male to female. The organization now says that does not go far enough, however. The updated guidance will focus on highlighting and expanding on the concept of... you got to hear this. This is a a sentence that only the left could, could write. But this is from the World Health Organization. As a general statement, the United Nations has done far more harm than good. The updated guidance will focus on, quote, highlighting and expanding on the concept of intersectionality, which looks at how gender power dynamics interact with other hierarchies of privilege or disadvantage, resulting in inequality and differential health outcomes for different people, the WHO website reads at the time of reporting. Get that? Sure, not at all. No problem. It would be interesting to know uh, actors who do something I find truly impressive, memorize these incredible lengths of text, of script. How long it would, would take them to memorize highlighting and expanding on the concept of intersectionality, which looks at how gender power dynamics interact with other hierarchies of privilege or disadvantage resulting in inequality and differential health outcomes for different people. Has any conservative used the word intersectionality? Has any non-leftist? Has any liberal? Uh, power dynamics. 
I love it. Power dynamic. Person who wrote this, oh, I am virtually certain has a PhD. The update will also emphasize, quote, going beyond non-binary approaches to gender and health to recognize gender and sexual diversity or the concept that gender identity exists on a continuum and that sex is not limited to male or female. Sex, they're writing, not even gender. Sex is not limited to male or female. As I've said so often in my life, the left keeps me religious. Hello, my friends. God knows, man, only God knows, the effect that all of this will have on this the younger generation being taught nothing in schools other than sex, gender fluidity, anti-racism, learn to hate their country, learn to believe that they're not necessarily a boy or a girl. Do you know, I saw a picture of a of a text given to 10-year-olds. Where was that circulated? Was it in many schools? Was it in one school? Where it, it has a picture of a male performing fellatio on another male. It's in a you know, cartoon illustration. It was in for, for, Oregon uh, school. In Oregon school? Salem, Oregon. Salem, Oregon. Oh, which you know well. Yeah. Actually, it was Kaiser, which is a little town Kaiser next to it, and uh, that is for how old a kid, 10, 10 year old. It shouldn't be for high school seniors. It's I mean, in the library. It's in the library. Yeah. I'm just, oh, it's in the library, right? They will have no concept. You realize no concept of is there truth? Is there beauty? Is there man? Is there woman? What what is there? So my daily beg, get your kids out of school. The only positive there was a positive yesterday. There was a headline in, in the front page of USA Today, which is a woke. I can't even say newspaper because. By definition, if you're woke, it's not a newspaper. A, a woke uh, daily update on wokeitude. Front page article on uh, many, many, many more Americans are questioning whether college education is worth it. My friends, if college were free, it wouldn't be worth it. The, the monetary issue is a very real one. You are paying to have your child have his or her values ruined, become less happy. They speak about the suicide rate among trans people as as if it is the fault of those of us who believe there is only male and female in the human species, in fact, for all species above some of the lowest forms of reptile. Is is gender fluidity? Is there sexual identity fluidity among monkeys 
among cows and bulls. Some some uh, deep performer who has a big following in the mu- music world said, "We are more than our genitals; we are our art." Mm-hmm. What you have there when you're naked doesn't de- doesn't define you. It's not important. Well, in fact. What you have there is important, but more important than that is whether you're male or female. You are not, no one defines you solely by genitalia, but there are genitalia that are female and there are that are male. The assault on the human spirit here, you are the art you produce, you are not male or female, that is insignificant. It's interesting. That's insignificant, but race is significant. They don't say that about race in the arts. Whether you're black or white is insignificant. It is only the art you produce. You understand how sick the left world is? Sex is completely insignificant, but race, that is significant. That's what they say. Get it? Sick. Do you understand what sick is? If the, if the word has meaning, they are psychologically and morally sick. But that's what your children are taught at virtually every university in this country and many in Europe. I blame employers who demand that you have a BA in order to apply for a job. It's funny, you can't ask, isn't that interesting? You can't ask, are you married, right? can't ask, are you pregnant, anything like that. Why can you ask if you have a BA? See if the person can do the job. They should. That would be a great uh, addition to all of these laws about what an employer can't ask a prospective employee. Do you have a college degree? What college did you go to? That why should why should that matter? You either know the work you have to do, or you don't know the work you have to do. The vast majority of people learned nothing at college that prepared them for the for the work that they did. The vast majority, unless you're in STEM, science, technology, engineering, or math. Oh yes. What a world, what a world. But you have to, uh, you, you have to fight. Let's, uh, let's play this interaction between Senator Josh Hawley and a professor of law at Berkeley. Is that correct? Take it away, Mr. McConnell. I'm saving a file. I can't play it right now. He's saving a file. I suggest we get another computer. I'll pay for it. It's it's remarkable. The Professor Bridges, you said several times, you've used a phrase, I want to make sure I understand what you mean by it. You've referred to people with a capacity for pregnancy. It, would that be women? 
Many women, cis women, have the capacity for pregnancy. Many cis women do not have the capacity for pregnancy. Um, there are also trans men who are capable of pregnancy, as well as non-binary people who are capable of pregnancy. So this isn't really a women's rights issue. It's a, it's, we can it's recognize a that this impacts women while also recognizing that it impacts other groups. Those things are not mutually exclusive, Senator Hawley. Oh, so your view is, is that the core of this, this right then is about what? So um, I want to recognize that your line of questioning um, is transphobic. Okay, <laughs> um, this is critical. Up. So th- th- this is, there's no answer to his question. This is a Berkeley law professor. You understand the moral and intellectual rot at the core of our universities when you listen to this woman. I will not answer you. I will smear you. Transphobic. Wow. Now, quickly, transphobic became a word in English. Was it even a word three years ago? You're listening to The Dennis Prager Show. Hi, everybody. Dennis Prager with in-guest, no, in-studio guest. I've had him on the show many times. He produced every, I think, virtually every documentary he has put out. The many, many documentary, if you will, I have had him on because they're important. What Ami Horowitz does is simply important. You can watch us both, by the way, at the Salem News Channel. The show is now videoed, and he is in studio. He t- he's taken on a fascinating topic. Who's more tolerant, Israelis or Palestinians? Specifically on the gay issue, because the LGBT community has officially endorsed the Palestinian position against Israel, which is remarkable given how wonderful it is for LGBT people in Israel and how awful it is for the LGBT community in nearly all of the Arab world, including the Palestinian. So he went to Gay District in San Francisco, asked them about their views, and then he went to the Palestinians and asked them their views. It's phenomenally effective. It is up at PragerU.com. Again, who's more tolerant, Israelis or Palestinians? And it's at the, you could click on it at the DennisPrager.com. That might be the easiest way for you. Ami is here, coming back, obviously, uh, from the Middle East and from San Francisco. Ami, this is a very, this was an excellent idea, and I, uh, I'm going to do something I almost never do. I want to go to the end first. You showed the video of Palestinians you interviewed to the gays you had met in San Francisco. First, tell us, who were the Palestinians you interviewed? So, in the, I, when I went to the... So, first of all, I decided that I wanted to do this video not in Gaza because people could just say to me, well, they're Islamic fundamentalists, they're just crazy. I did it in what everyone considers to be the moderate part of the Palestinian territories, the Palestinian Authority in the West Bank. And I wanted to make sure to shoot it there. Uh, I spoke with random people on the street. 
I spoke with one of the most popular imams in Ramallah. I spoke with, and this took me a long time to be able to get somebody to trust me. I spoke with a gay person in the West Bank who walked me through the, what, the life, what a life is like, the painful life is like for somebody who is gay in Palestine, in the Palestinian territories. And, and that's who we, we spoke to in, uh, in the Palestinian territories. So you spoke to how many uh, clergy, although they don't have officially clergy, imam, but how many? Imam. Yeah, how many we spoke imam? to one, one particularly pro- popular imam. Can you tell us his name? Oh, you don't remember? No, no, I don't That's remember. fine. It's, a, it's, a, we, it's, it's obviously uh, on the, in the documentary. Yeah. So you got to meet him, and what did he say? So it's, it's, I asked him straight away. I said, um, look, you know, in, in, in most clergy, when you have people who come to you, you, they oftentimes will take you privately and say, look, I have a particular problem. Can you give me some advice? He says, yeah, of course, I have that all the time. I said, well, has anybody ever come to you and said, um, look, I have a son or daughter who is gay. What should I do? He looks at me and goes, uh, yes. And what did you advise? To kill them. Just matter-of-factly, as if he was brushing his teeth. Uh, he went on to talk about, I, I asked him, what would it be worth to have a gay son or a, uh, a, a thief? A gay son or a drug addict? A gay son or a murderer? In all cases, he said, no, I'd rather have all those things other than a gay son or a murderer. Should ask him, gay son or Jew? Oh. See, this is why I need you with me. (laughs) And I have offered you have that's right you're too scared yes right that's exact in this case you're exactly (laughs) right i do stick out (laughs) oh my god and and of course you're keeping a straight face this entire time and thinking wow i i think i should show this to to the gays who are anti-israel in america yeah, so, so the video opens with me, like you said, in the Castro District of San Francisco. Um, a, well, it's kind of redundant to say a gay area in San Francisco, but a particularly you know, gay area in San Francisco, a very famously gay area in, in the city. And when I f- first approached people who were gay, and I said, hey, who do you support, just kind of out of the blue, the Palestinians or, or the Israelis, every single person vocally, verbally, aggressively said they support the Palestinians over the Israelis. Um, and then we cut away to the video. The audience watched the video itself, me and the Palestinian territories. And then we cut back to the people who you saw earlier in the video, watching it in real time, watching the video. And you see their react. It's like a reaction video. You see their visceral reactions to what they're seeing. You see their facial expressions, their grunts, their, their comments to themselves. And you see the, 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 the things are, are turning in their heads. And at the end, I said, well... So what do you think now? And every, virtually every single person I've changed my mind. And the one person they didn't, after a few seconds of discussing, he also changed his mind. The most interesting part of this is I think people always ask this the question, why would the gay community support the Palestinians when the Palestinians hold antithetical views to everything they live? They're, they're antithetical to their being. How can they support the Palestinians over the Israelis when they have gay pride parades? And the answer, it always comes back to the same thing. It's the idea of intersectionality, the idea that they're victims, we perceive ourselves to be victims, therefore we're connected over the bullies of the world. In, in the case of the gays, American society, in the case of the Palestinians, the Israelis. 
they connect on their shared victimhood. And that is such a powerful emotion. I've always said victimhood is the most corrosive human emotion that exists. And it's also extremely powerful. And it is connected with them despite the fact that they have so much in common with the Israelis and so little in common with the Palestinians. And the problem that the pro-Israel community has, has had in order to try to bring them back or bring them to support of Israel is that they've approached it the wrong way. The approach has been, let's show them how good Israeli society is to gay people, to which gay people say, you're a Western democracy. You don't get a cookie from being good to gay people. In fact, gay people have weaponized Israel's trying to bring them into the fold by saying, look how good it is, by creating this most insidiously brilliant term called pinkwashing. They say you are washing your sins of the Palestinians with our gayness. They've actually weaponized Israel's trying to embrace them. And the approach I took is different. It was, look, these are the people you're supporting. You are supporting people who are throwing you off of roofs, raping you, arresting you, raping you, murdering you. How can you support them? And when they see it, in, in, in really see it, people saying, I want to kill gay people, this is what their people are telling me, it changed their mind. I will be so interested. It's come out today, uh, my dear listeners, and you can connect to it through DennisPrager.com or go straight to PragerU. It is a PragerU video that we have commissioned, or PragerU has commissioned uh, Ami to do. I am dying to uh, see the reactions, uh, the official reactions by the LGBT activists who are known for, in my view, I've said it often, even on the left, they're known for their cruelty. They're about as mean-spirited as uh, any left-wing activists, the LGBT. They are so consumed with their victim status that normal moral rules do not apply to them. And, and obviously here, too, people who will say we should murder gays get our support because they're, they're anti-West. We're anti-West. They're, they're anti-Israel, we're anti-Israel. But the rank and file is whom you showed it to. You didn't show it to officials, right? Correct. Which is, by the way, similar to the black community. Their, their, rep, their quote-unquote representatives, their activists, don't, don't reflect in any way, shape, or form the larger black community. And that my, as you know, a lot of my videos are done are exactly that, going to black community and, and seeing what their true reactions are to things. Same with this. Um, they, now, in this case, they did believe the same thing the activists be- held. Those, those beliefs were held by them. But it only took a few minutes of watching a video right, for them remarkable. to understand the reality of what's going on. Well, And I plan to go on as – look, I will, go, I, I will go and sit down with anybody, anytime to talk about work that I do. I'll go on with Hezbollah Television they want to have me on. So obviously I'm pushing and I will try to get on – the, the major podcasts and radio shows to discuss it with them, not, and not to fight, but although I'm happy they push back. But this is, it's, it's, it's just, it's so... Well, I, it's I not, will be curious if any of the gay uh, podcasts, podcasters reach out to you. I hope so. I hope so, too. You can all see it. It's at uh, PragerU.com or at DennisPrager.com, link to PragerU. And again, who's more tolerant, Israelis or Palestinians? Hi, everybody. So Ami Horowitz made this video on the difference between Palestinian 
really Arab in general, or Muslim views of gays, but specifically the Palestinians and the Israelis. There's a very robust gay pride movement in Israel, and to say there's no gay pride movement among the Palestinians is to understate the case, as he, as you will see, he interviewed an imam, a Muslim religious leader, who said they should just be killed, and it'd be worse if their child were gay than if the child was a murderer. Showed this to gays in San Francisco, all of whom were pro-Palestinian when he first interviewed them. Then they saw the differences and they changed their minds. So why is the LGBTQ leadership anti-Israel? So I'd like to share with you something that I have pointed out with regard to every left-wing movement. It occurred to me first with feminism, it doesn't give a damn about women. It's, it was overwhelmingly a movement of anger at men and anger at the West. Patriarchy, capitalism, etc., etc. The proof that feminists, the feminist movement doesn't care about women is that they have not come to women's defense when biological men defeat them by being allowed to compete against them in uh, female sports, in women's sports. That's, if you needed proof that the feminist movement doesn't give a damn about women, that's, that's one of your biggest proofs. LGBTQ leadership hates the West much more than it loves gays. The black leadership hates America much more than it loves blacks. Every one of the left-wing movements uses the people in whose name they speak for their power and their hatreds. They don't give a damn about blacks and BLM, they don't give a damn about women in the feminist leadership, and they don't give a damn about gays in the LGBTQ leadership. They are animated by hatred of what they hate, but not love of the group in whose name they speak. This is proof. Palestinians allow us no right, but we're pro-Palestinian because we hate America and we hate Israel and we hate the West much more than we care about gays. So you have the living proof. He he made a very important uh, video in this regard. 1-8-Prager-776-877-243-776. I'm just uh, curious if you have any reaction to that. Hate is probably a more powerful emotion than love. Right. And I think hate is an That's animating right. factor when it comes to this. You know, um, remember one of the interesting moments in the video when I was, I said that one person pushed back at me, right? And the one person who pushed back said to me, well, okay, you've now, I can see. You mean in San Francisco? In San Francisco. Okay, I concede now that I've learned about the, with the, how terrible the Palestinians are to, to, to my people, to gay people. But how does that absolve Israel if it sins against the Palestinians? So I said, that's a very good question. But let me ask you this. I said, you have two sides saying the exact opposite thing, right? So you have, for example, one side saying they blew up a hospital killing children, the other side saying, no, we didn't. You you can't believe both, right? You have to believe one over the other. So my question to you, 
person who's pushing back on me, who are you going to believe? The people throwing you parades or the people throwing you off roofs? And he looked at me, and it was, it's in the video. It's a precious moment. He goes, you know what? You're right. You're right. I, I, I choose to believe the people throwing me parades. It's, um, look, and, but the important part is, this, this goes back to PragerU in general, is that what's amazing about that video is that you, in just a few minutes, mm-hmm. you've changed people's That's worldview. Right. That's exactly that People are less jaded than we think. And when you have videos mm-hmm. like this, the PragerU videos, if you get them in front of them, and that's the challenge, it, ch- it literally changes their viewpoint. When I go to college campuses, I, I tell the students... The reason that the colleges don't want any conservative speakers is the following. They fear that an hour with one of us, with any, uh, any conservative speaker who speaks cogently, will undo four years of indoctrination. Your video is 13 minutes. And it could undo a, a, a whole lifetime of immersion in Israel hatred. That's, that's why they don't want us seen on Twitter or Facebook or YouTube and don't want us on college campuses. We don't give a damn if they, if they are allowed to broadcast or podcast or whatever or speak. More the merrier. Just allow us our time. And will prevail. In fact, we want the comparison. That's right. Because we know it's so stark and obvious. Yes. If you listen to Pot Save America or the Dennis Prager show, you're going you're to understand that there's a difference in reality. Because if you're only immersed in the one without the other, I see why you will move that direction. But once you see both side to side, it becomes obvious. There was another uh, another attack because you know, Google alerts on my name and on PragerU. There was another attack on PragerU. They're very common. It's fine. And it's a badge of honor. It is a badge of honor. That is correct. So this guy was saying that, you know, we we need a left wing or we need a progressive response to PragerU. They they have all this money, PragerU, and what do we have? I mean, other than uh, the media? <laughs> wait. <laughs> other than all the media... Uh, at at all the colleges, at all the high schools, and all the elementary schools, what do we have? But that's even that's not enough. <laughs> not enough. It's not worth that yeah. winning. That's what cracked me up. Prager, you <laughs> five minutes. That there, you can offer truths. The Ten Commandments. How long does it take to read the Ten Commandments? And that's the solution to evil on earth. My 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 big my big project in life. I told you about the bet with my daughter. She lost a bet and she had to watch, now for, for a year she had to watch three PragerU videos a week with me. Wow. Well, what was the bet? Oh, the bet was silly. It doesn't matter. Oh, I see. No, no, but you, but that was the thing. That, that was, that was the, and, and she did it. She did it. Every did parent it. should do that. Every, find, every grandparent Find a do bet that. you know you'll win right. with your sucker or, kid. Or, or and just, then, <laughs> those as mistakes. far as I'm concerned, out and out bribe them. Back in Absolutely. a moment. Okay, that was good. By the way, I'm a... Look for the source of a society's collapse and you'll usually find inflation at its core. But what exactly is inflation? 
Why is it so destructive? Steve Forbes breaks it down in the new video for Prager University. See it at PragerU.com, where we teach what should be taught. Dennis Prager here. Thanks for listening to the Daily Dennis Prager Podcast. To hear the entire three hours of my radio show, commercial-free, every single day, become a member of PragerTopia. You'll also get access to 15 years' worth of archives, as well as the daily show prep. Subscribe at PragerTopia.com.